Welcome everybody to America's least professional podcast. This is Talking with Trees. I'm Tree. And I'm Jake. AKA Body by Jake. AKA your three time nativity New Bedford half marathon champion. How you doing? How are you doing there? I'm tired. (laughs) This is one of our, this is, I believe, our first podcast that we have not recorded from uh, the road. I know, I'm doing great because I'm not driving for once. (laughs) And I am exhausted because I had a full day of work and then uh, I had to watch Bachelor in Paradise. So. Which brings us to the topic. But before we do, Jake, do you want to tell us who we're sponsored by tonight? Our sponsor today is Lucrane Dairy Farms because the only thing. That got me through my full day of work was knowing that I could get a workout in and then have two big old glasses of chocolate milk. So shout out to Ukraine Dairy Farms. Not going to find a much better deal than $4 for a gallon of chocolate milk. Nice. Love to see it. Love to see it. You weren't, uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. You didn't ask for it, but we're giving it to you anyway. (laughs) All right. Teresa, tell us what today's episode's all about. So, we just finished watching uh, episode one of season eight of Bachelor in Paradise, and we had a lot of thoughts, and we thought we would record them in a little mini episode to have our thoughts recorded in posterity about this season. And before we get started, I just want to note that much of this uh, discussion and analysis is inspired by the amazing Bachelor podcast, Game of Roses. We are both deep in the pit. Um, and some of us deeper than others. Some of us deeper than others, but both of us, our souls have been sold. Um, what? Very down. When was my soul meant to be sold? As soon as you became complicit, got Jesus. sold to Dark Lord Palmer. So, I can't have my fucking soul. <laughs> so we'll probably be using phrases that they use to describe our beloved game. And um, to get a proper analysis, you should check out Game of Roses, because we'll just be doing um, a light shadow of what Bachelor Clues and Pace Case are able to do. All right, so Teresa has finished putting over the other competitors. Yes. Our competitors. (laughs) Our competitors, oh no. All right, so... Our two listeners will jump ship. Okay. (laughs) We are two listeners. We already jumped ship. (laughs) (laughs) okay with that said so it's episode uh one they always start off with the host on the beach yeah and this time it's jesse palmer uh we wearing shoes yeah i had that in my notes he was walking the beach wearing shoes and like not like beach shoes like dress shoes dress shoes and i immediately just thought what a what a fucking squid (laughs) I, I am not a Jesse Palmer stan. I am out here thinking he is doing the absolute least and receiving the absolute most. I'm I'm a big... I just... I, shoes! Yeah. On well, the beach! He wasn't the only one either. I know, but they were all embarrassing, and somebody gets made fun of it later. Yeah. Anyway, so he's in his shoes on the beach. Uh, uh, he tells us that paradise is open. And then, Talks about man tears. Throws in that weird joke about man tears. Yeah. I cry all the time, Jesse Palmer. Fuck your face. Yeah. Wonder how many of them are Pisces. Um, how many of them are triple Pisces? That's great. the real question. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm sure somebody's figured that out on the internet. All right. So, eventually we get to these player 
opening bios, which is interesting because it's normally something that they do on Bachelor and Bachelorette, but not Paradise. Um, but it it opens yeah, us into forgotten. this new thing. <laughs> well, new for Paradise thing with the player that most of us have forgotten about from Clayton season Hunter. But the real thing is that she's sitting on the toilet taking a shit to comment about how her character trait is that she has IBS, which is... that's a character trait. Yes. And also, not even something that I remembered about her at all. So instead of it being like, LOL, now I remember... I was just like, who the fuck are they making do this? This is terrible. And that's become her whole character trait. Right, like, um, yeah. Hunter. And I feel bad for her for that. Yes, but you know who I don't feel bad for? Who? Fucking Johnny. With Johnny. the whitest rap. Oh my god. I like this guy. Toes in the sand. Toes in the sand. Sky was not like. Looking not, like a fool with your pants on the ground. He was That's looking like a fool with the two marks in his hand, like trying to rap. He was terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. And I obviously, this is all so stuff hard. that the producers make them do and like wrote. They but wrote who was that for? Like, who, 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 who did well, that appeal it's to? It's for them to. Give him a full edit. I guess, but like, yeah. there's yeah. other ways to give him a full edit than making me cringe. <laughs> that freaking bad. It was so. It was. I have not seen a rap that white since John Cena. <laughs> John and Johnny. There you go. So after Johnny, uh, we see Serene. She gets a very like fortier wholesome, teacher. and I had the prediction that she would be first female sand, as in the first person. To show up on the beach. Glad they're that, not out here demonizing teachers. Yeah, that did prove to be correct because I'm a student of the game. Um, we see Justin give some very cringy Spanish. Uh, Mexican, as he calls yes. it. I is he dumb? It, he didn't. Know what I think a he might be dumb. Later, I know he I, says that later. I think I saw Justin uh, live IRL at the Bachelor Live on stage event. That I went to with Megan, and he, uh, I mean, he was clearly just doing whatever the producers wanted. He was honestly much funnier than I expected him to be in person. He yeah, also, sure. on stage, oh, sounded like so funny. he had a lisp, which is something that I yeah. haven't heard on any of the um, shows he's been on. I don't know. Like, unless it's all a play, like, the Darwells and the, like, Mexican thing was just, like, his, like, his character, uh, he's yeah, he added yeah. to his character, like... And I would get it, too, because he's definitely, like, attractive enough that he didn't have to pay attention in school. Yeah. And, and learn what a normal an artist, is. So he has his, a job. Oh. Okay, so maybe he's just, like, super artsy, not, like, book smart. Yeah. Regardless, he's I... He's a really good painter. Yeah, no, really, really good painter. Yeah. I was just aghast at the fucking, like... The Mexican thing then followed up with the narwhal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have... I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Who do we have next? I honestly, I was bad. I, I kept, notes. those were the only ones I took notes of. I had expected I, Andrew or Brandon to be first male sand. I had a couple, of, like, one, Kira was a plant. Yeah, Kira Kira's a big, plant. And I'm intrigued to see, I thought that um, she was honestly hilarious and how over the top. Oh, yeah, no. She is with the, like, just wanting to fuck around. I'm Classic intrigued. wrestling trope. Like, if you can commit to something hard enough, yeah. then it gets over, even if it's, like, kind of a stupid yeah. gimmick. And it is a gimmick. Right. And she's just going to be an agent of chaos, which is what we want to see in Paradise. Yeah. The other thing I noticed, I just don't get the Brandon hype. 
Yeah. It's so... Brandon... I was going to bring this up. Brandon and Serene, like, immediately hit it off. And within, like, ten minutes, they're making out. Yeah. And they start something that we see a lot. We saw it a lot on then later Andrew and Teddy's date where um, the players are like, oh, I just really like your vibe and I've been really excited (laughs) to meet you and I can just tell that you are like this and this is like... And it's because they because they've clearly developed all these parasocial relationships with each other or just like, you know, are all connected in this small web and have been to the same types of events and probably have met before or even if they haven't, they like basically have. And it just it's uh, it. It annoys me. Those Dude, maybe that's just how Gen Z rolls. Like, it might good vibes leads to make out, bro. Yeah. Come on. I feel like Get it's... with the times, kid. <laughs> Great point. I'll never need to is the thing. That's um, <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That type of conversation, I feel like we're just going to see it constantly because they all know each other and have, at the very least, developed these parasocial relationships. But I'm like, I just feel like... It makes the show more fun if they go in being like, oh, I actually have to get to know you instead of all already having these preconceived notions of each other. Sure. Well, so that's just what it is. I, that's days. also what it is. Like, you can't no longer keep people in a box as much as the producers would have liked to. Yeah. And just, like, trot them out every season. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. show horses. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Have a sugar cube, Justin. <laughs> put, put some blinders around his eyes so that he doesn't see the other people around. He can't know there's other people. He'll startle. Startles easily. No, that's... <laughs> he startles easily. <laughs> Actually, he probably does startle easily. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, so we've gotten distracted. Um, as you predicted, Serene makes first stand mm-hmm. uh, for the women. Nothing but the crabs. The fucking creepy crabs. I like the crabs. I Everybody love the crabs. The crab. I love the crabs. I love, I love crabs. that it's, you know, they haven't just uh, totally annihilated this part of the ecosystem for... Yeah. <laughs> They found that they could, uh, they offered even more discomfort and they really wanted to lean into that. Yeah. Um, so can we ship in more crabs? <laughs> <laughs> let's create a, what do you call Not a, is it a hatchery? I think it'd be called a hatchery. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start Breeding creating program. some hatcheries. Uh, Mike makes first sand for the men. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I knew that, I, not knew. I expected him to be like a producer. And for then, like, audience darling, but I didn't think he had the um, clout to be first male. It gives me hope because if they make Mike a villain, I'll never forgive them. Yeah. I, I, I cannot bear it if they will. make. I, the, the, when he showed up on the first Sam thing, I was like, I don't think he's a villain. Yeah. I think they wouldn't, uh, they, they would edit it out. Yeah. Though I will say, and here, okay, here's my overall take. Which is going to contradict what I'm about to say. My overall take is that, like, when the audience, when the audience of The Bachelor gets too invested in actually, like, who likes who because they're like, oh my gosh, like, I want you to be with this person. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter because it's not your life. Like, they, can, if they're, if the goal is to find love, they can fall in love with whoever they want, even if you don't like it. Even if they're a shitty person, like, you're not part of their relationship. With that said, Michael is my favorite person on the beach. I adore him. And I've always found Sierra kind of annoying. And they're clearly gonna, like, be made to be a fairy tale romance for this season. And I kind of just wish that he was with somebody else because every time Sierra talks, I get a little bit annoyed. Not as annoyed as I get 
when um I when Genevieve starts getting annoying, but uh I don't know, I just You mean when she defines her entire personality around her feud with Shanae? Yes. <laughs> Cuz that's her whole character right now. Yes. And she already starts like freaking out her, and her whole role is I'm opposition to Shanae. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a war meant to be had. Yeah. God, these people are going to find us and come for us. Genevieve's <laughs> going to come beat you up. Ah! And Bran's going to be like, what do you mean you don't get the hype? <laughs> Slap me upside the head. You get the hype now? <laughs> you get the hype now, bitch. Anyway. you get to see if they are all vanity muscles or not. Oh. I... Um, speaking of vanity I, muscles, I do you have thoughts about Jacob being I, naked? Yes. I hate the voluntary nudity play. I hate it when Kenny did it. Mm-hmm. I hate it every season. And there's always somebody there's who does always it. There's always someone who does it. In, I think they're even throwing them into The Bachelor and Bachelorette at this point. Oh, the, yeah. they Yeah. I hate it. It's a sad cry for attention mm-hmm. when everybody's basically just wearing G-strings anyway. Right. Like, cool for you for going the, like, what? One extra inch of fabric. Right. The thing is, they're all that fit. So it, it's not even like you're like, oh, I'm going to make being really fit my thing because like tbh everybody next to you on the beach is also that fit and to be honest i don't even like i don't dislike jacob i thought the whole horse thing was actually kind of funny the whole fabio horse thing was kind of funny um i just i hate the voluntary nudity play i think it's the dumbest i think it's so (sighs) it it, it demonstrates a lack of creativity would you you consider it 40wr for the wrong reasons i would (sighs) consider I'm not going to get too into that. I'm just going to say I consider it crass and leave it at that. Okay. I consider it lowbrow. It's like making a fart joke um, when you're, like, tour- touring um, on tour and stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really the best thing you had? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. I just think it's lowbrow. Yeah. I think if, you know, if you can come to the producers with a better idea that's more... I don't know. Unique and creative. Unique, creative, while at the same level of ridiculousness, mm-hmm. then they'll take it because, I mean, they need they need to shake it up because we've seen voluntary nudity what? So every season. Every fucking season. Yeah. That's, that's my a take. Good, yeah, I agree. Of course, I may be giving them too much credit. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jacob shows up. Uh, I, again, don't get the brand hype. He gets down there. He does like a little like wiggle. Yeah. And he, he just... He didn't see it. See Fuck. Serene. Serena. Serene. Thank you. I keep confusing Serene and Sierra. Yeah. Well, probably because I... you want Serene with Michael. <laughs> yeah. You're not um, Regardless. Uh, yeah. No, I just don't get the hype. Yeah. He just feels like... Maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe it's the dance moves. Every dance movie does. I'm pretty sure I saw like a middle schooler do when I was teaching. And I'm just like... Yeah. You're one of my kids. Like, you're you're 12. He's one of those, the people who comes on the show, and I'm like, you seem very sweet, and, like, there's not much more about you. But you're, and I also just, I, you're very sweet, and I think you're 12. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. He's a 12-year-old in my eyes. Yeah. It's not healthy, but. <laughs> the ripe uh. old age of 29, seeing the <laughs> 26-year-olds is 12. The 12 year Anyway. I've kind of lost track in my notes of the order of things. I This Andrew. is the least professional podcast. We'll get it together <laughs> eventually by, like, episode yeah. never. Andrew tries to um, impress I, Teddy with the, having a little smiley face painted on his face. I, 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 
I thought that was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. I liked it. I forgot how much I liked Andrew I, until this, like, yeah. until I saw him come back on. I was like, you make me smile, dude. Yeah. Like, you he did- seems fun. He seems like somebody I would want to be friends with. Yeah. No, I'd grab a drink with Andrew. Like, yeah. the dude seems super chill. And, like, that's something where I'm like, have you seen that before? No. No. You haven't seen smiley yeah. face on the toenails. I like Is people- it weird and, like, yeah. kind of quirky? Yeah. But he gets away with it because, one, dude's fit. Yeah. <laughs> and, two, he really is Great funny. Great smile. Great smile. He's funny. And, like, yeah. And I just, I like it when people are just fucking weird on this show because so often they're just like clearly trying for yeah boring and just like surface level and i'm like that was fucking that was funny that was weird and funny yeah that might say a lot more about us than (laughs) the show (laughs) edit that out in production (laughs) anyway um we have the romeo kira jill thing the whole episode i stole you know the stole the drink whatever yeah it kind of i mean here well here go ahead Jill says to Romeo, or to the camera, I don't know, we hear as an audience a few times, she's like, we were friends, and he messed up. And, like, clearly, it was more than a friendship. Well, here, yeah, but here's the thing that, they seem to, like, getting closer and closer to alluding to the fact that these people have lives outside of the Bachelor Bachelorette, and that yeah. they then go link up and have these, like effectively cast parties right and then sometimes they keep getting closer and closer and get vilified for it they do but you know not always not always because the producers are hypocrites yeah and pick and choose their people but at the same time what i'm saying is they're getting closer and closer to pulling back that curtain we saw that you you do see that professional wrestling and that like eventually the audience came wise to kayfabe and you had to pull the curtain back to almost give the illusion of like Oh, like we're giving you a peek behind the curtain when you're not really. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that that drama. It was both. I both found it entertaining and boring. Yes, well, cause because it was it was produced. It was super produced. Kira was hilarious with I, like steer, stealing the drink. If she wants to go into acting after this, she's doing pretty good. Yeah, Romeo is just fucking boring and like not. I don't even remember who's on. I don't remember Romeo at all. So though. I don't care about him. Jill's been funny, definitely like more entertaining. I, I like the cat. cat. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> she was like, she was a cat dad. Um, but like, I don't really care about her relationship with Romeo at all because they, no. instead of like building it up, it just came in like day one, we already have this relationship. And so there's all this drama. And I'm like, okay, fair, but I don't care about it as a viewer. So, yeah, I don't know. Sure. I both find that, like, funny because what Carrie's doing and boring because I don't really care about the actors within the drama. Yeah. No, I, I felt the same way. I like Jill. I like Kira. Romeo's a boring leading man. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember him at all, but I also don't pay nearly as much attention. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Andrew and Teddy went for the first one-on-one. Yeah. Is that the only... Yeah, the only one one on one the first okay, day. Okay, so it was the first. That was the only one on one. Yeah, it was cute. It was um, awkward at first. He was a, he was a li- and I couldn't tell if it was like genuine or like overplaying it purposefully. He was a little yeah. more bashful and like nervous for my taste, but also I. Teresa likes bold, confident men. Example one. <laughs> and somehow Jake made it past. <laughs> um, Jeez. <laughs> Uh, but I like Andrew. I like Teddy. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so, and they seemed like they had a cute date. I, I'm rooting for them to just be like one of the happy, consistent couples throughout the season. Yeah, would love to see it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what else is going on at the same time as there? This might have been before that, but, you know, Genevieve had been talking up, like, I'm really excited to see Justin, blah, 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 Justin, I think Justin and I are going to have a great connection. And then they show her and Justin talking on a daybed, and this is the time when he doesn't know what Narwhal is. And it was so uncomfortable and, and stilted. I thought that they were showing it as an indication to be like, oh, look how actually bad they are together. LOL, yeah. isn't that funny? And then... And they then they, kiss. like, fully... Pl- yeah, they still kiss, and then they fully play it up, like, oh, my God, we just have, like, such an amazing connection and an easy time. And- well, the other thing, too, and I forgot to mention this. Um, not the other thing, too. They they reference the, like, the memification of Justin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesse Palmer's, like, show us all your amazing face play. But, like, they don't do that. This isn't a place where you go get fame or internet fame, mm-hmm. except for now. So I Paradise, they're definitely willing to blur those lines. But I feel like they're, they're not blurring the line. They're, like, pulling the curtain as far back as they're willing to. Yeah. Yeah. Without because... showing you the soulless <laughs> uh, producers consuming happiness on the other side. Yeah. No, you make a point. Okay. So then... Uh, let's talk about lace. <laughs> so... Loose? Loose? You loose, bro? I love loose. Lace comes back. I she's from before I watched The Bachelor and Any Paradise or any Bachelor franchise, unfortunately. I wish that I knew the power she was coming on with. I thought all her stuff being like, this is the most boring season I've ever been on was really funny. Because I agree, I don't care about most of these people. Um yeah. and then when she turns around and is like, you know what, I'm gonna fake my birthday and then I'm g- and then she pulls Logan and is like I'm interested in you and he- the man just looks terrified oh he was terrified he was like who, uh, who, who me I like I think he would have given anything to switch with like Casey or just somebody yeah and then uh and then infamously he calls her loose instead of lace which was hilarious I and now Fantastic. she is forever in our books as loose. 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 <laughs> um, you know what struck me of that, too? What? Sinead kind of playing the good gal. Yeah, I actually liked that she went over and was... Um, checked in on her. Friendly, yeah. And, like, didn't turn it into, like, a mean girl, like, us versus them. It was just kind of, like, checked on her and then, you know, encouraged her and then sent her back out there and then kind of stayed on her own fucking business. Yeah. I'm still not convinced that Shanene is not going to play the long villain game. Yeah. But maybe she's trying to go for a more uh, positive edit at the beginning, at least. Yeah, because she didn't go... I mean, they set up in the first, like, ten minutes of the show that the genevieve Shanae rivalry would continue and that they're both interested in Justin. And then that seemed like it pretty much immediately got dropped because yeah. Genevieve and Justin kiss and then Shanae and Jacob kiss and it seems like Shanae is expressing no interest in Justin and that was very clearly just producers telling her what as she walked down the stairs yeah. what to say. So like so far she has been chilling. Yeah. yeah. I would like I mean I honestly I want chaos Shanae but like for her sake 
probably better to and not like get as many death threats. death threats. Yeah. Fucking wild. Just a quick like plug. All of these people are <laughs> like, I don't know. I just can't waste my time giving them death threats. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's I. Nor would I want to give. I them like. Death I don't want to give. Yeah. Like I think most most of them I would not like to hang out with. I think a lot of them are shills. Mm-hmm. I you've heard. Well, this is a whole none other. Of the, yeah, none of them deserve death threats. None of them deserve death threats. If they do, it's because they're a social media influencer and not producing anything worthwhile to society. Unlike us, podcasters. Yeah. Very important role. Very important. And that was just about the episode. Kind of fucking boring, to be honest. Yeah, um... But part for the course. It'll be... It'll be interesting to see how the season goes because they really kind of have a lot of people from casts that have been I, getting like far less engagements most of them are clayton's there's like what nine women from yeah Clayton's season? i think they got some digs in at clayton of course they did which is just i love clayton personally i think that he seems like a very nice person he's done really funny stuff online since he left the show um and the producers just fucking unjustifiably tore him apart anyway uh, mostly Clayton's women, a handful of Gabby, and uh, Rachel guys who we barely got to know in their seasons. I don't know. We'll see how the season goes. It was just episode one. We were trying to set some stuff up. And, oh, but then, duh, it ends with Victoria Fuller coming downstairs. Oh. Which I'm very excited about. Victoria Fuller, if we're talking... Agents of Chaos. Good for you. Victoria has proven herself to be a big time agent of chaos. And I'm excited. She hasn't graced our screens and really hasn't even been part of like any of the, of the bachelor. Like, like it doesn't super seem like she hangs out with a lot of other people from the franchise. So she's not generally in the discussions and so i'm excited to see what she can do here and that's a uh, that's episode one we thought this would be a mini episode it turns out we had a lot to say um but we are excited to be with you guys for this whole season and give you our thoughts about it all right so this has been <laughs> America's least professional podcast, Talking with Trees. I'm Tree. And I'm Jake, signing off.